0: You're listening to Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. A podcast for learning. I'm your host, Nicholas Rue.
1: I'm your co-host. I almost tried to put more syllables in my
0: name, Paul Vine. Paula Lisvine. And this is episode 45. This episode, I will be teaching about a topic close to, I guess, my heart and location. Is, Is it your lungs? We're talking all about my lungs and the sad, sorry state that they're in. But first, Paul, is um, is there anything uh, politically?
1: I mean, there's a lot politically. <laughs> you want to talk? There's about a lot, about? a lot politically. I mean, we. I don't even really want to talk about the Brett Kavanaugh shit because, like, fuck that. That's bad. Um, Susan Collins saying yes. Joe Manchin, Democrat, saying yes. So, like, that sucks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Beyond that, um, Elon Musk supposedly stepped down from his
0: role as... Head of the board. Yeah, chairman of the board or something something like that. Um, But he's still CEO. Yeah, he's still CEO.
1: Um, But there's just people, like, tweeting at him, please stop tweeting. Every (laughs) time you do, I lose all of my life savings, which... I've invested entirely into Tesla stock.
0: Yeah, which is sad in its own right. Well, from what I, I remember of an episode a while ago, this is something um, I feel like you've been hoping for. The, well, yeah, for a while that that Tesla stock plummets. Not or specifically that, the Tesla stock plummets. I feel like a part of you would like all stock to plummet. No, I don't want that to happen. Like this, I don't.
1: The, the, I just, like, foresee we're going to hit another collapse. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just bound to happen with student debt being as high as it is and people defaulting on their loans. Um, it's just a matter of when it hits. You know, I think defaulting,
0: it seems like poor phrasing with what we know and do now. I mean, defaulting on your loans just seems like what everyone does. Right. It's the default. They should have a better, more negative name for that. Bankruptcy, that's a good one. Bank, well, it's not. You don't. Well, I'm you, saying that's a good word for what it is. Yeah,
1: because you can't declare bankruptcy and get rid of your student loans the no. way that you can with other loans. Yeah, they'll haunt you. Um, so why is that? Is it something in the contract? Uh, it's because I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I think it's. I think it's because it's usually student loans are taken out through the government. Mm-hmm. When, when you're only barely legally an adult yeah, in my case, I wasn't an adult
0: yeah i what about when there are kids that are like children you know by like, definition <laughs> what about when there when there are, are, are like twelve year old prodigies and they get into college at like twelve do they yeah. have to stake out student loans or are they're they all they're all scholarships
1: uh i mean at that, that point it's probably a scholarship thing, but like
0: the parent plus loan. Is. Yeah, it
1: probably parents taking out loans for their child.
0: But if you're a child prodigy, I mean, we've all seen child genius. Yeah, we've we've seen Doogie. We've House seen or... Super Babies One and Two. Uh,
1: Baby Geniuses. That's too. also a good one. Wait, so, is, it... is it
0: Super Babies Two? Baby Geniuses, or is it Baby Geniuses Two? Super Babies.
1: Oh boy, I don't. I think it's just, I think it's Baby Geniuses too.
0: Oh, I got it backwards. Hmm. Doesn't matter. You know a movie I'm kind of excited for.
1: Uh, is it Venom, starring t- t- Tom Hardy?
0: No, that one's already out, and I've heard it described as a movie that was supposed to come out in two
1: thousand and four. That sounds about right. <laughs> I've <Which laughs> heard like,
0: it. I've heard it described as
1: a good, like it's a film where only Tom Hardy knew that it was a comedy. Yeah.
0: Interesting. It's got Jenny Slate saying, like, what is it? Symbi- what does she say? Symbiote. Symbio- Sim- Simba. Sim Simba. <laughs> Simba. I am your father. Yeah, that was a weird choice for them to have uh, the character portrayed by Jenny Slate physically and then voiced by James Earl Jones. Yeah.
1: They look like a lion. Like they had her in lion makeup. It's very bizarre.
0: But like Broadway Lion King the musical, appearance.
1: Yeah. Um no, what movie are you excited for?
0: Um Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh yeah, no. I watched the trailer for that, and that seems amazing.
1: Yeah, I like that they've got all the all your favorite all your favorite Peter Parkers. You got Peter Parker.
0: Who's uh, who's voiced by uh, Jake, Jake Johnson? Jack Nick, yeah, from, Jake, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Johnson from Nick from New Girl. Yeah, that's Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Um, Prince of Persia. They've got one of the Miles Morales. No. Uh, Spider Ham.
1: Spider Ham, voiced by John Mulaney.
0: Spider-Man Noir. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Uh, spider Gwen.
1: Spider Gwen is in there, and then also uh, she's played by. Um, I feel like it's the girl from
0: uh, uh, True Grit. Jeff Bridges. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah, you it's know. a weird title. Jeff
0: Bridges, the teenage or the, the yeah. preteen girl Well, and then from there's the,
1: and then there's like anime Spider Man, like the, the oh yeah the like Japanese, Japanese girl that
0: yeah. uh, controls like the Spider Man drone, neck. yeah, yeah. Spider
1: Drone or whatever. It's like Spider Man, but with like S P D R R slash yeah. M N or something like that. It's like a weird.
0: And also, uh, have you seen that they started production on the first ever Star Wars TV series? I mean, The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. What I think is is kind of weird about that is uh, when I was a kid, I went to like two Star Wars conventions. And And you met Chewbacca. No, I did, actually. I went to to Star Wars Weekend at um, the... What's the Disney studio that's the future one? Uh, MGM. And uh, they had Star Wars Weekend, and I did get to meet the guy who played Jango Fett. And I have a signed hat from the guy who played Jango Fett. But...
1: Therefore, you met the guy who played all the other...
0: other, I met every single clone trooper by that property. But... That's I, called
1: the transitive property, by the way.
0: That's, this is a podcast for learning. This is a podcast for learning. And, you know, I'll get right into my topic. Wait, you're just going to leave us hanging about talking about the Mandalorian? Oh, okay. I remember when I, was, when I uh, was younger and I went to one of the Star Wars conventions. They had, like, a booth set up that I guess was selling Star Wars fan films. But they had actually used that like,
1: definitely would not pass now. That would be like Disney would be like Mm-mm. I
0: know. But it was like they had made the costumes and I just remember um I've I looked it up a few years back and I couldn't find anything on it. But I remember the scene of just like someone opening a elevator door and there were several like Mandalorian warriors in it. Okay. And I don't know if I accidentally saw a magic VHS that showed me the future of streaming-based Star Wars TV programming, but what's well, it on
1: Disney's streaming thing? Is that what their plan is? I
0: think so. I'm honestly not sure what channel it's going to be on. Like, inevitably, it's going to be on Hulu, probably, right? Well, it depends if Disney's trying to get their own
1: streaming service off the ground, which they were talking about for Who a was, while.
0: Who was what was what was the company that was trying to do it with Star Trek? That's on CBS All Access or whatever. Yeah, but you had to sign up for, like, the CBS streaming app.
1: Yeah, that, that was, like, you had to get CBS All Access or whatever.
0: It would make sense if Disney was trying to do that long-term, as, like, a lot of the Star Wars movies are streaming on Netflix.
1: Yeah, and I, think, I feel like their plan was eventually to pull all their Disney stuff off of that and put all the Disney stuff on their own streaming app, because, like, people would pay for that.
0: Yeah. You had immediate access to, like, every single... Disney thing ever. Do you think they'll include the Song of the South?
1: Uh, I feel like they've purged that from the record. I think they have
0: clips. Just like the least offensive clips you can access.
1: Yeah, and, like no words because like just listening to it is still racist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. You ready to learn?
1: Yeah, what's your topic?
0: Um, well, as you came to my apartment to record this, uh, you may have noticed the bar uh, below here, had a sandwich board out. Did you notice what events it said?
1: Yeah, I had the Pokemon Go meet. Okay. I think the people that were talking about waifus or whatever... I think were
0: they, at the Pokemon I Go, think Go they meet? Were, I
1: think they were hanging out after that.
0: That was at three, so they've been hanging out for oh, about three hours. Oh, It started yeah. at three, so they must be pretty drunk if they're talking about waifus. Um, I want to talk about the origin, the beginning... And some secrets of Pokemon. What is Pokemon? Um, pocket monsters. Okay. What is it? It's a it's a multimedia fucking force. There's video games, animes, mangas, movies.
1: Yeah. Can we take a step back? What's yeah. pocket?
0: Po- <laughs> 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 uh, it, it it it's what it stand up? What are you wearing? I'm wearing on your pants. I got shorts. You got shorts. Where's your phone? Where do you put your phone when you're not holding it?
1: I put it on a table.
0: <laughs> okay. What about when there's no table around? Uh, I put it inside of my butt. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Um, that, that might come up later. You typically don't store Pokemon in the butt, though. That was an early concept. That wasn't an early concept. I was gonna say. I hope not. So, you may not know about pockets, but what do you know about Pokemon?
1: Uh, I know that they're cute and they say their name.
0: <laughs> that is true. Well, when. You played Pokemon growing up, right?
1: Yeah, oh, man. I, I played red, blue. So, yellow. red was the first one you played? Yes.
0: Um, did you play the card game?
1: Oh, yeah. I played the card game and I played the Pokemon trading card game video game.
0: Oh yeah. And pinball? And And Pokemon Pinball? pinball. Did you ever play the trading card game? Yeah. Do you think that's do people still do that?
1: Oh, they still sell the packs, so yes. I mean, but is it still as popular now? I don't think so. I think now I think now most trading card games are
0: I don't think kids really play the trading card games anymore. From what I tell, it's mostly just like older collectors or older people that play it that have stuck to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, most card games, like if you go to a game store, people are still playing Magic the Gathering because they've sunk thousands of dollars into it. They can't stop at this point.
0: Mm -hmm. Magic's Um, the big one.
1: Fantasy Flight Games had like Android Netrunner, which was like a living card game. Where you weren't buying like you played that a little
0: bit right? I bought it. I bought
1: bought it to play, and I never really played it with anybody. Um, I had done like a couple. I think played a couple like practice games with people, but um, and of course now it's canceled because of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I think bought back the rights to use because it's based off of that universe. Like Mm -hmm. Android is set in the Cyberpunk universe, I think, and so Netrunner, like they were not allowed to extend the licensing for it. Okay. So they just had to end that game. And I think there's talk of it like being tied into Cyberpunk 2077, the video game, here in two, three years or whenever it comes out.
0: I'm confused by most of what you just said. But you know what? This is a podcast for learning. This is a podcast for learning. And one day I'll learn what that means. So, what do you think came first with Pokemon?
1: Uh, I think that the generally stuff starts as a manga and then gets developed into like a tv show but with the game i think the game came first right Mm -hmm.
0: the game came first it was made by satoshi tajiri he started a uh, company called game freak when he actually got into it because when he was 18 he um started hand making uh magazines Like, effectively, zines that were stapled together uh, for, like, arcade games. Okay, He would figure out, like, tips and tricks and strategy for how to play, like, Donkey Kong and Mario. And he sold them to people in the neighborhood. And eventually, um, he sold one. Or he started handwriting them. Eventually, he, like, started actually photocopying them and stapling them together and selling them. And... I didn't know this, but like arcade cabinets in America are uh twenty five cents. Right? Right? Yeah, like right like generally, yeah. Or especially back then, I feel like now it's probably a lot more than that. Fifty cents usually still. Yeah. Depends I guess it depends on it. Something like
1: Hydro Thunder or whatever. But like if it's a Hydro Thunder? The like Oh the
0: wave running game.
1: Yeah. Well it's boats, but yes.
0: Well, uh, apparently in japan our most arcade games at the time cost 300 yen which is the equivalent it's like a little over two and a half dollars yeah it's about so i feel like that kind of makes sense there was one interview where he was talking about how like basically it was just you'd go like to school and then go to the arcade in the free like 10 to 15 minutes you had and the video games were very important because it was like the only break you got and so you spent money on it and when they started doing this is doesn't have to do so much with pokemon but when they started doing like home games like when you had consoles and especially when they started doing more like jrpgs part of the reason those games take forever is because there was this like it built up unlike in america where it's just like you play an arcade game for as long as you want and it doesn't matter as much that, like, video games were something you'd spent time on. Yeah. That they had, like, more of an importance because they costed more.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's I mean, that's it's a weird thing. You can apply it to all media, really, but, like, it is a weird thing in the video game industry of, like, when I look at how long it takes to play a game versus how much I paid for it, what is my dollar to, like, hour ratio? Yeah. Um, in a way that, like, you look at a movie, you know, you are, you get two hours of a movie or three hours of a movie and you paid twelve bucks for it. You know?
0: It's why I mean I yeah, that factors in, I think, to the reason that, you know, movie theater's dying, except for the major experience of actually like you can spend what is it now, twelve dollars a m- month for Netflix? Where you have unlimited movies to watch from home? Or you can go to the movie theater where movie tickets are, like, $12. Right. And it's really only worth it for, like, a giant superhero movie.
1: Yeah, it's the thing. It's like a film a film that, like, the spectacle of it is worth, quote-unquote, worth seeing it in a, like, dark theater with the, on a giant screen and you're just being blasted with audio.
0: Well, to go back to the past... Have you ever heard of zabius Z- Z- zabius it's a game no me either but apparently it was so big or at least so difficult um that when it came out uh Tajiri actually sold um over ten thousand copies of like his own handmade game freak game freak fan scene from there he uh decided he wanted to make video games. In the interview, he said um, that if video games weren't around, he would have gone into making anime, but he was so taken into like the actual immersive immersive experience of video games that he went that direction instead. The first game that he made was an action puzzle arcade game that in Japan was called Quinty, and in the U.S. was released as Mendel Palace.
1: Okay. Never heard of that.
0: What I think is especially interesting about the game is that the American version and the Japanese version are the same, except of, like for the translations, and they completely change the plot.
1: Yeah, that happens a lot. So, like localization is a weird thing in video games.
0: Um. In. <laughs> In the Japanese version, in the original version, the main character is named Carton, and he has to rescue his girlfriend, Jenny, who has been kidnapped by his own younger sister, the titular Quinty, who is jealous of the attention that his girlfriend is getting. Okay. Yeah, sure. I don't know if they were... I <laughs> I don't know why, but the American version is instead... The uh, main character is named... Bonbon. Bon. And he must rescue Princess Candy, who is trapped inside of her own dream.
1: Okay. <laughs> what happened to Quinty?
0: I don't. I assume she becomes like. Like a dream form of. Exactly.
1: Yeah. That's. Okay, sure. Well, I know that, like.
0: Or like a dream demon.
1: There's like Doki Doki Quest or whatever the heck it is. The. Is that the one
0: that became Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: like there was Super, Super Mario Three. It was like two or think or yeah. three became. They just like changed some stuff because they didn't want to release it in America and try to get people to buy this new thing.
0: And there's certain things that that only like happen in Super Mario Brothers Two, like uh, the beakers full of liquid, right?
1: I don't know. I don't think I've ever played two. Oh, okay.
0: It's visually very different. And it makes way more sense when they show the original. But this isn't about that. Um, so he, he made this
1: Quenty Quest. He made
0: Quenty. I guess it sold all right. But he always wanted to make the game that became Pokemon. Because when he was a kid, he, he used eat to eat bugs. He used to eat bugs. No, he would capture bugs, he had a bug collection and he said like he had a bug collection because the town he was in like where he was born was developing rapidly so when he was little there was like nature he was surrounded by nature and then each week he said like something new would be built and he noticed that like the bugs were disappearing that like the animals that he had seen in the area were disappearing so he started like intentionally going out to look for him and one thing he talked about was uh Oh, to catch beetles, everyone else, like all the other kids in his class, would put like honey on a stick and catch beetles with it. Mm-hmm. But he realized that beetles slept under rocks. So he'd get a big rock and then put it in like a muddy area and then wait and come back in the morning. And then he'd have way more beetles than everyone else. And, um,. The interviewer asked him, like, oh, did you ever make the Beatles fight? And he said, no, of course not. But sometimes they would eat each other. And that's when I found out, like, there there are certain differing relationships between insects that you can't just, like...
1: Put them all together.
0: Yeah. And eventually, um, he turned that into... He tried to make a game. The original pitch was called Capsule Monster. Okay. Instead of... Pocket Monster. Yeah. And then he changed that to CapuMon. Because I think there was already an existing Capsule Monster thing.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: In Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes. Yu-Gi-Oh has Capsule Monsters.
1: Yes, that is a thing. Because in-
0: Yu-Gi-Oh is pretty old. I didn't know that. Yeah, the Yu-Gi-Oh mega started in like the late 80s, I think. Yeah. Late- I thought that Yu-Gi-Oh was something that... I get. They made the anime after the success of, or like at least translated it for America after the success of Pokemon, right?
1: I think so. Yeah, it was. It was because the card game was not a thing in Yu Gi Oh. Or it was. It was a thing in Yu Gi Oh, but like it became the focus of the show because of the success of Pokemon, and they realized like, oh, well, we can just if we focus on this one card game that we kind of use as a throwaway bit in Yu Gi Oh, we can sell those.
0: So, so you watched Yu-Gi-Oh?
1: Yes, I watched Yu-Gi-Oh. And I read the manga.
0: I thought it was all about the card game. What is Yu-Gi-Oh actually about? The
1: so the manga is actually same plot of Yu-Gi building the Millennium Puzzle and unlocking this like Pharaoh that is like his other self or whether whatever. But like the first like ten volumes are just him playing just various games. So he plays the card game against Kaiba. Which is like the first episode of the show. Yeah. That's like three or four or I mean it's pretty soon in. But like there's a bunch of other stuff, like they're doing a festival where they, they bring into a haunted house or something, or uh it was a it was a barrel that you stuck swords in and the pirate would pop out when you stuck the sword into the right slot or whatever. So it's just like different. But that was games. so that, that was like their setup. That was gonna be their game, and then the Uh, some other club took their spot. Mm -hmm. And so he shows up at night and plays basically uh, air hockey with a beaker of nitroglycerin trapped in ice against a guy. Okay. on, On a hot surface so that it's like slowly melting. And then whoever gets blown up by the nitroglycerin loses. Yeah. And what he does is he like tricks the guy into using all of his force to... Hit the, like he like, specifically like, puts the paddle that he's using f- forward so that it splits the ice. So then when the guy goes to hit it back to him, mm-hmm. it's sna- like it splits the ice in half and blows him up. And like that's just like it just does a lot of weird things like that. Damn, Yuki is hardcore. And so eventually, they, it switched to being more about the card game and like yeah, the big tournament and stuff. Because they
0: could sell that after. I but mean, yeah,
1: it was it was a couple issues in before they did that. But uh, then, and then they did have the capsule monsters.
0: But apparently the capsule monsters were they like living creatures? No, it was a it was a
1: like they were like the idea was that you had like a a a, a gacha, uh, Gachapon machine yeah. Yeah. That you like put money into and turn it and you get a capsule and open it which, and that was like your booster pack.
0: That's the thing. So reading that I found out that the Pokeballs are designed after the what do you say Gachamon?
1: The uh Gachapon.
0: Gachapon. Um which I didn't know. We have that. Yeah, we it, have those. But I've never heard like an actual term for them. Yeah. Like it's always just been like a little vending machine ball. It's yeah. like the little ball with the lid.
1: I only know it because I think the McElroy brothers use that term. Like, in in the the Adventure Zone, they talk about, like, a Gachapon machine for getting magical items yeah. that in between their, like, quest or whatever. And that might be the first time that I heard that term specifically.
0: Well, so, with... Um, capsule Monsters, uh, the idea initially was not that, like, it was very 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 similar except you didn't fight the pokemon to the monsters to catch them uh, and also they were really the initial pitch they're way less stylized it's way more just like there are at least 5 that just kind of look like um rhinos and eventually they made like rhydon but in the original pitch there is uh
1: All right, welcome back. You didn't know there was going to be a break there, and neither did we, because this is the same podcast for learning, and today we're learning...
0: That we need Harold. Yeah, we need Harold, because... We need Harold to come back.
1: Uh, we will sometimes forget to check to make sure we're still recording.
0: Yeah, I, I, was, looking at, I was just looking at rough drawings of Pokemon, instead of paying attention
1: to... Were those sweet audio waves coming in hot? Ooh, surfing them waves. In, instead, they were not. We could either get Harold or Gary the
0: audio guy. God bless him. <laughs> we're not hiring. <laughs> we might Gary need audio him guy. to come back. Maybe someday. If we, Yeah, because he's better than me. We had to listen to him talk for 45 minutes about touring with the Eagles before we started recording. But goddamn, it was worth it so that we don't miss the sweet educational content of ThemeCon. Though. A podcast for learning. Podcast for learning. So where was I? Oh yeah, we listened to it. So I'll tell you right where I was. Um, Bugs. The initial They're pitch gross. for Capsule Monsters was a uh, came from a man who, as a kid, liked putting rocks in mud and taking beetles to school and watching them eat each other. Actually, he didn't like watching them eat each other. But that'd be
1: weird if that. be a
0: different. If he was it yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just yeah. like
1: he's like. Yeah, my favorite part is when they eat each other. No, like-
0: he seems like a very nice person. Who One of the things he said was that like uh, the way trading works in Pokemon, he saw this cord, this connection cord, between uh, the Game Boys when they came out. And he thought it was so cool. He was like, you've only seen communication in games as a way of people fighting and competing. Like, in racing games, the two things will be connected, but it's just competing. It's like, I wanted something that was beyond that. Something that wasn't just battling, and that's where I came up with this idea of sharing. And even in the early like concept art, they had, like, a Pokeball, or they had the Pokemon, then the Magic Dust, then the Pokeball. And it gets sucked up in the tube, yeah, and then it goes to the other person, and then it's like, da-da! And there were a couple things... Um, they even did that in the show. Yeah, you said right.
1: that episode where um, Ash trades away his Butterfree for Eradicate, mm-hmm. and they do the, like, it gets sucked up into the tube, and it just goes, like, literally, you could just hand each other the Pokemon, but they have to go through a tube so that the... It gets, I don't know, it's a weird thing. Uh,
0: I can't... God, I'm blanking so hard here right now, but there was originally going to be a... This is my take notes. There's originally going to be a... Um... Fun thing they did with trading where I think it was um Graveler, you were gonna trade for another Pokemon and it made like Machamp. Oh god, I can't remember. uh,
1: Machoke becomes Machamp when you trade it, and Graveler becomes Gollum when you trade it,
0: right? So I think eventually, um, that's right, that's right. Um, initially they wanted to do a thing where, um they showed them like mixing, like that's the idea behind it. That when they're in these transfer tubes, like oh, the system like, gets confused and one gets like properties they get the fly. from the other. Exactly. Like I don't think they really did that in the game, but definitely he, not. No, but he that was like an early idea. But the you, earliest. Real, real quick. Yes. Do you
1: oh. think this guy, the guy who created Pokemon, is good at sex? Dude, I I think he's celibate. You think he's celibate?
0: I think he's probably
1: because I'm just saying his his. Views around trading, and like, do you connect with another person and you're not competing, but you're you're working, you're you're trading and you're working to make both of yourselves better. Mm-hmm. That seems like it could be really like it seems like that leads to some really healthy ideas in the bedroom.
0: That's entirely possible. I um did not find much about him other than uh, he he does have. Have you typed in what was his name? Uh, Satoshi Tajiri.
1: Have you typed in "Has Satoshi Tajiri
0: fucked"? Um, he has into a kid. He has Google. one kid. So. so he,
1: yeah, he definitely has. We don't know that he's fucked. Oh, that's true. I guess it's he true. He, he could have stolen that kid. He could have stolen the kid. He could have <laughs> put, put a
0: rock in some mud and picked it up, there and <laughs> <a baby laughs> there's a baby underneath kid there. there. Or
1: he could have traded for that kid.
0: <laughs> he probably bartered for the child <laughs> because there's no like personal life thing on the lots of research that i've done are you familiar with um japan's falling
1: population yeah thing are you have you seen those memes of shinzo abe the like right they're falling
0: and they can't get it up yeah what up the
1: the right wing like head of japan what did he say oh there's just like a big thing of like He is, like, the Japanese government is pushing for certain, like, animes to be made that, like, talk about, like, like Darling in the Franks was a show. Darling in the Franks? Darling in the Franks was a show that just came out. What's that? It's, like, a mech show, but, like, the whole thing is... The mechs fuck? No, but basically the only way the mechs can be piloted is, is for a woman to, like, bend over and for a guy to use, like, a steering wheel that comes out of her butt okay to pilot the mech or whatever so he's
0: just trying to make like sex like yeah and it has to be like like non-graphic hentai
1: yeah and and like the whole thing is just like it has to like it's super heteronormative like the bad guys are like like non-binary people and like somebody's just like all right we get it shinzo Abe like you want the straights to procreate yeah to raise japan's population because it's been like
0: so, are you saying we're less than a decade away from just state-funded Japanese hentai?
1: I I don't know. Or, or whatever it is. Uh, it's, it's a bizarre thing. But, yeah, there's just a bunch of memes online of, like, let me be real with you, Shinzo Abe. This is not going to raise Japan's declining birth rate. Yeah. Which is, like, it's a very bizarre thing.
0: What do you think will increase Japan's declining birth rate?
1: I feel like having healthier... I mean, I, that's not my place to talk about, like, the cultural attitudes towards sex in Japan. Because, like, oh, everything saying. that I know is filtered through a uh, Western lens. Yeah. How do you get
0: people horny? How do you make a whole country horny? <sighs> I mean, what does it over here? Uh, I don't know. I feel like people fuck less in general.
1: I think people are, like, I think people fuck the same amount... But because nobody has fun doing it anymore, we don't talk about it as much. Because we're all bad at it. I don't think we're ever good at it. I think just everyone's gotten really bad at it. Everyone's bad at
0: sex. We need some kind of like... We set the bar too high. I think think it was honestly, it was when David Bowie and Prince died. Like David Bowie died, then Prince died, and... We need a, a Ziggy Stardust-esque hero to come from the sky, an alien, to teach humanity how to fuck again.
1: Maybe when the aliens show up, that's going to be their thing, is they're going to be like, all right, here, like, like what they were trying to do with the pandas at the zoo, just <laughs> like, a- <clears throat> just aliens are going to come down and
0: be like, all right, you get two people <laughs> and they do this. What's the, uh, what's the, uh, um... Twilight Zone thing. How to serve man? Yeah. (laughs) Just uh, how to make man fuck. How to how to
1: how blow a man.
0: How to bone man.
1: How to bone man.
0: (laughs) And then you open it and it's just like a terrifying bone creature.
1: Oh no, see, I was thinking like it's it's still called like it's the same plot. It's like how to bone man. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to the alien homeworld and get fucked. (laughs) And then it's like, no, it's a cookbook. And you open it, and it's like how to debone somebody. Ooh,
0: all right. Same plot. Pretty good. Um, so basically, you had to talk these uh, uh, Pokemon into coming with you. Much like sex. How was that transition?
1: That was, yeah, cum. I used cum to get... <laughs> I used cum, too. <laughs> I, you can use it in a lot of different ways. 101 uses for cum. Good lord, this is a great podcast. That's
0: one note that I have gotten, is that we should... Uh, we're Talk less. We're not doing that. No more. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Uh, so, uh, I don't know what happened. Eventually, it became uh, Pokemon. They made 150 of them. Uh, it got picked up as a video game. He added Mew in the last seconds. And, like, Mew's just supposed to be, like, a cat. Like, a crazy psychic cat. Yeah. Alien cat. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me that in the Pokédex, they know Mewtwo. Like, Mewtwo. Mewtwo is...
1: The clone of Mew.
0: But he's before him.
1: But is it a thing where, like, that's an English localization thing? And the- No,
0: apparently it's, like, in general. I think the original um, name of Mewtwo is very similar to Mewtwo. Like, it is the idea. That's ultimately, like, the plot is that they're trying to clone yeah. Mew, at least in the anime. Um, but, so...
1: Well, in the movie. Pokemon, the first movie.
0: Yeah. Yes. I mean, outside of collecting badges, there's this building thing that, like, Giovanni, the leader of Team Rocket, is yeah. trying to clone Mew, and turns, like, the cute little cat thing into, like, a humanoid cat, alien thing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, did you know, in the Japanese translation, the um, instead of Ash, the main character is, is uh,
1: Satoshi.
0: Yes. Which is, who is that? Where have we heard that name That's before? That's the name of the main character. Mm-hmm. The guy who created it. Do you know um, the name of Gary. Gary's name was in Japanese. Blue. <laughs> oh, that's a whole thing that I want to get into, but
1: but I no, I don't remember what his his Japanese name is. Did you ever play Green? Uh, I never played Green. I know that they did Leaf Green over here as yeah. like a re reissue of. That, kind
0: of. I remember being a kid in, um, like, uh, God, what's the big one, GameStop? And they had a uh, they had a copy of Green, and some kid came in, and they're like, do you know how to speak Japanese? And it was, like, a 12-year-old white kid. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then they're like, all right. Do you want to try it? And he's like, sure. And then they played it, and they're like, dude. And he clearly, like... Didn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And they're like, do you want to buy it? And he's like, oh, yeah, I got it. It's fine. <laughs> I can read it. Um, but the rival is named... Uh, Shigeru? Shigeru. Which comes from
1: Shigeru Miyamoto. Yeah.
0: He named his rival after The Head Miyamoto. of Japan. Yeah. Yeah, cool. The head, the head, head of Japan. Of Japan. <laughs> All right, my the head of Nintendo. Sorry, I'm sick. Yeah. Inventor my, my, of Mario. Yeah,
1: the inventor of Japan, Shigeru Miyamoto.
0: And he said the original idea was that um Shigeru Gary was that they were friends and that he was um Ash, or his mentor.
1: Okay, so what you're saying is Pokemon was originally fan fiction.
0: Of yeah, like, kinda. He of said like he's always wanted, like, like uh, Shigeru to be one step ahead of Satoshi. And, like, he was always following in his footsteps. And then, in the interview I read, which was, like, from 1999, um, the interviewer was like, did you hear that Miyamoto said, like, Pokemon doesn't have much left? Like, much time left because he's working on a new Mario game? He he's like, oh, did he say that? Well, it's a healthy rivalry.
1: 99? Yeah. Do you know what the next Mario game that came out Sunshine? after Sunshine? was Sunshine.
0: Yeah, he thought, like, water jetpack was okay, going to revel. Hold up. What? That's good. That's good. <laughs> Sunshine is a great game. But it's not, like, better.
1: Eh, I liked it more is than 64. It? But that's, like, I realize that's a, a hot take. But, like, I loved Super Mario Sunshine. I one 100% of that game.
0: I, uh... Wait, what console was that for? That was
1: GameCube. I never had a GameCube. That used to be my password for my runescape account was Sunshine.
0: GameCube? Oh. <laughs> That's a good password. I thought it was because you, like, remember the Titans and Ryan Gosling so much.
1: Is that his nickname in that Yeah, film? they
0: call him Sunshine.
1: Okay, I did not know that.
0: Wait, I think it's Ryan Gosling. Anyway, it's the pretty one with the long hair. Uh, that Washington. is, like his sexuality is ambiguous in the film. Yeah, Denzel. They make a point of that. Uh so when they originally made Pokemon, after they made the game, the game was first. They had it all lined up. And then before they made a, a lot of money, before they made the anime, before they made a lot of money. Uh, I think it was a year after the game was released they released a manga and the manga is called Pocket Monsters it came out in um, 1996 it ran for 13 volumes and ended in April 2003 and only the first one is like still available in English I think someone translated the second one but it's like out of print and I think there is a very good reason for that.
1: They were really good.
0: <laughs> um, it seemed like it was made by a guy, um, Kasaku Anakubo, who did not really know much about Pokemon. Or they were just like a lot looser with it then. Sure. Because it... Um, much like the anime or the uh, the more it was followed up by Pokemon Adventures which was like the more successful manga that, the that like became blue, the yeah. anime. Yeah, so this is about Red who has a rival named Green who's trying to complete the Pokédex and become a Pokémon master. Here's where it's different. In this manga, Pokémon are capable of human speech. I think that's a big deal. Because one of the first things he said about Pokemon is they're they can, cute and they, and they, they say, their say their own name. name. Yeah. Uh, in this, they just, they're just people and there's like other animals. It's just like our world, but also they're like little talking Pokemon creatures. And in this, uh, Red, his first Pokemon, is named Pippi and it's a Clefairy that is vulgar and likes to do sick things to attract attention. On their, their travels to complete the Pokédex, they meet Clefairy's younger cousin, Pikachu, who cannot talk. But he sure can shit.
1: Yeah, what?
0: <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, it is widely believed that in the Pocket Monsters manga, Clefairy's the real main character. Because Clefairy's just a little asshole.
1: Yeah, no, that's cool. What, what's this about Pikachu pooping? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Um, is there like a photo? Yeah, there's a panel that I will show you because it seems very, very uh, uh, frequent that Pikachu Pips. will just shit all over everything. Here is a panel you can see where Clefairy dips Pikachu's tail into the water and then Pikachu just begins violently shitting into the water. While Red yells at Clefairy for making Pikachu shit everywhere.
1: I'm hating looking at this Clefairy. Honestly, the looking at this Clefairy is giving me
0: It's not good. Uh his rival Green gets a Is it a Charmander? Gets a Charmander <laughs> that, looks that not... is drawn looking like a like a very angry lizard. Yeah, that's uh And also in this like it, uh, the Pokemon are just in little like aquarium balls. Like the Charmander balls. looks
1: kind of like Cubone. Like it's got the same. <laughs> it's just
0: angry. Yeah. Um, I guess like they're largely unrecognizable. Here's a guy coughing up blood.
1: Yeah. That well, that's standard in Japan. That's like a common thing. That's a trope.
0: That uh, here is Ash grabbing his testicles.
1: Oh, uh, is this where his where the-
0: you can see Ash's little little. Yeah, his l- Yeah,
1: his yeah, his friend. This is good. This is amazing. Usually I'm the one that's trying to look at photos and show them to you.
0: This is uh,
1: Is that just a type a big pile of
0: That is Pikachu pooping a giant pile and then Clefairy jumping on top of Pikachu and rubbing his face in the shit.
1: Yeah, he says does he say Clef?
0: I think they still, still have some, the tendency to sometimes say, say their own name.
1: Okay. Um here how is, did that not get translated? This is a portrayal of Mewtwo, yeah, Gengar. Gengar. And that, this one is that uh Graveler?
0: I think so. Or Golem? Might be Golem. And then uh Meowth with three eyes. Yeah, cuz the uh, the coin yeah. That's
1: a okay.
0: So this was a point in time before Pokémon was so it was a game. It was a game, they had released a game, but it wasn't like a media impact. So
1: somebody just like roughly described to the artist of this.
0: Yeah. Because those games, those characters had designs that Mm -hmm. don't look like that. Yeah, they're a little different.
1: So somebody was just like, yeah, he's a lizard and his tail's on fire. And he's like, I know exactly what that looks like. (laughs) Let's go to town.
0: Yeah, nothing had been standardized early on. It was the first thing. I think uh, the game wasn't out for very long when it came out and didn't have time to leave a cultural impact. So, it's, there's a reason I think it isn't published. Yeah, probably a lot of the poop. I feel like the
1: poop has a big impact. I feel like not a lot of people are like, you know what kids in America love? They love animals pooping.
0: I'm primarily just obsessed with this idea that like, uh, growing up, Pokemon was so like integral to my childhood, and I collected the cards and played the games and watched the show.
1: Who would you be as a person if it were more like Shin-Chan? What's that? Shin-Chan? shin Jam? Shin-Chan?
0: You have to explain to me what that is.
1: That's like another show about like a...
0: A little rodent that shits everywhere? No, it's about
1: a kid, but the kid is basically that Clefairy.
0: Who's just like like a little asshole? Yeah,
1: he's like kind of a little asshole. It's kind of vulgar.
0: It's... I think it's very neat that yeah cuz Pokemon Green was released in Japan I believe in 1996 so these were released like concurrently like they yeah. wanted to do a media empire but they hired apparently the wrong person to make this manga even though it is super popular in Japan yeah they just decided to do the branding different in America where it is way more wholesome like uh Pikachu wasn't going to be the main character in the other manga and anime. It was going to be that Ash gets a Clefairy again. But I think they decided to go with Pikachu instead because the early reactions were that Pikachu is very cute.
1: Yeah. Well, you know about the... We talked about 4Kids, who's the company that, like, localized...
0: Everything and how they they had to, like,
1: redo a lot of stuff to try to make it fit an
0: American audience. Oh, yeah. Even the... I forgot about that. Even the anime is, like, different in Japan versus America, right? Yeah, because they're, like...
1: And there's not a whole lot of difference. They'll just cut certain things that are a little bit more sexual in Japan that, like, they didn't want to do for kids in America. Like that
0: part where Ash takes his dick up.
1: Yeah, that definitely was not in the either version.
0: But, like, the one where, like,
1: James like cross dresses and wears like a fake like fake breasts to compete in like a swimsuit contest that was like completely cut Uh, a lot of food stuff like the rice balls they would just like turn into a sandwich which leads to some goofy looking things of like a rice ball rolling down a hill but this time it's just a submarine sandwich that's rolling like end (laughs) over end
0: yeah (laughs)
1: okay and it's just like okay that doesn't that's not how that works but sure
0: so I like that there's this original CD underbelly to Pokemon, like in the same way that SpongeBob was originally going to be on like MTV or whatever and oh, a lot darker that. and that or like a little more, you know, risque. Yeah.
1: Like the Ren and Stimpy thing almost. Yeah, exactly. Right. Where like yeah. Ren and Stimpy has like the MTV version that's like
0: way too much. It yeah. didn't need that. Like, Spongebob, I think, would have been a little more playful with it, because Spongebob already is playful. It's just, there are certain, like, things in Spongebob that they leave in the subtext that I think if they were picked up by another company, they'd leave in the text. Um, Breaking Bad, they originally tried to sell as an HBO show. Yeah, which is
1: why I say the F word a lot.
0: And um, that's why in the, like, HBO version, in the extended version of the pilot, there is a handjob scene. Where um, Walt's wife gives him a handjob while she's just, like, reading and bored. Okay. And they shot that, and it's, like, in the bonus features, you can find it.
1: Dude, you don't get to see Brian Cranston's ding-dong, do no, you?
0: No, you don't get to see his ding-dong. Everyone, apparently, that worked with him did. Because he could take his dick out in a fun way, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, the, to be fair, everybody who worked on Malcolm in the Middle probably also saw his ding-dong.
0: But, uh, apparently, when he he directed, he would like take his pants off at any excuse. He thought that was funny. Like he would wear tidy whities He wasn't naked. But that's
1: still kind of.
0: The, it's that's... At, It's at any scene in Breaking Bad where you do not see like waist down no, he's of Bryan Cranston, he's probably not wearing pants.
1: That seems like somebody should talk to him about that because <laughs> that seems like. I know that in my workplace, if I took my pants off and mm-hmm. were just in my underwear, I would definitely get rid up for like some sort of harassment of well, a sexual variety.
0: And I think there's a reason like Brian Cranston played LBJ.
1: Oh, because in like that one big word dong. for that.
0: Maybe. And also that was just like Lynn Johnson's whole thing was yeah. just like taking meetings while he was shitting.
1: I mean, I do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but not in person, right?
1: No, no, no.
0: You no. can talk on the phone and hide it. Sure, <laughs> Lynn Johnson would be like in the bathroom. It's like, no, come in, let's talk.
1: Oh, okay, that's yeah, cool. That's a power move.
0: That it is a power move, and I don't know how much of it for Brian Cranston was it being goofy, and how much of it was being a power move. Yeah, that's mm, that's unsettling to me. So with um. Pokemon you know it's it's the story of a young boy who collected bugs uh, eventually making this media Empire that had a a CD manga
1: and then had a less CD manga that I all I remember mm-hmm. from the the here's what I remember distinctly from the the, the manga because I read a lot of uh, not the the poop one but the other one
0: <laughs> the poop one
1: um when he meets Bill the guy who created, yeah. the guy who created the computer system yeah and he just talked about like I i done seen Eevee that breed far what it like he just like had a really thick southern accent so he's just like I seen Eevee that breed far and it's like it breathed far how far did it breathe it's like no not far far.
0: And he's saying fire. fire, an Eevee that breed breathed fire. fire.
1: And he's talking about like, you know, setting up like the uh, Eevee evolution of like Flareon and Jolteon. I thought you said
0: an Eevee that breathed far.
1: No, it's, I mean, that's the thing. It's that he, 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 it puts it in quotes far. Yeah. Cause it's got like a thick accent on it.
0: Interesting.
1: And I, I distinctly remember that cause I'm, I spent so much time reading that and be like, what the fuck are you saying to me, Bill? Also, why are you dressed as a Kabuto? This is weird.
0: Okay, I don't know that one. Uh, the last thing that I think about Pokemon that um, is worth talking about is that they intentionally mixed up the sprites for Butterfree and Venomoth. Did you know that? Yes. Like Venomoth matches up with Butterfree perfectly, and then. Um, Caterpie metapod it it continues to what is been on. Um, apparently the reason they did that. it didn't change anything was just they wanted the character named Butterfree to be cute.
1: I could see that. that's a bullshit.
0: Also they added mew like he said four days before they like put the game out. Like, he, well, four days is not
1: before. in the original.
0: it is where like it's not featured. But the thing was, he decided like 4 days before it came out that they had, they had like 150 Pokemon at that point that he was going to add in like a secret one and that was Mew. And he wanted it because it would create this like legend of this secret thing in the game that you could only get a certain way. And that way was through like going to official events. And oh, I'm it, yeah. yeah. Which I did. Did you? No. Really? I remember being a kid and going to the mall and um, some, it was a Pokemon tournament.
1: Yeah, some kid got the po- the Mew, and then gave it a bunch of rare candies.
0: Motherfucker, it's my story to tell. The audience, you just ruined. You've your...
1: already told this story on an episode. I think. Well, I don't remember which episode, but I know you've ta- definitely talked. We talked about this before. Yeah,
0: that's true. And I even got a certificate. I got a certificate that day saying that I got a Mew,
1: and that you got beat by
0: some oh, shit. And head. then
1: they would give you badges.
0: And I got two badges. I got one, the first one, you like earn the first one, like the rock badge or whatever. And then I got a like, thanks for playing badge.
1: Oh, man.
0: that's why I will never support rare candies. Might as well just start collecting bugs. All right. Is there anything fun you learned this week, Paul? This week, what did I learn? I learned
1: that uh, being sick is not a lot of fun.
0: No. That's it? I mean, you previously didn't know that?
1: No, I just... It's been rough
0: couple days. I'm feeling lousy. Oh, this is almost done. Um, I learned about Pokemon. And I learned about Japanese to English uh, conversions in media. And how I would like to really research that more.
1: <laughs> to the, the localization stuff?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Localization's an interesting concept.
1: Yeah, there's some weird stuff with it, too. Because, like, it's a big thing for people to, like, undertake. Like, I was just reading something about the localization of uh, the game Faster Than Light into Italy.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it was released in English. But they don't have a concept of speed or light.
1: No, no, it was it was like the the unit in that game is called scrap, mm-hmm. which has like a double meaning. It's like a scrap of like metal, but also like scraps of like paper. You know, in English scrap can be pretty generic. Uh, Italy doesn't really like Italian doesn't have a word that it's really called f- pasta fits fits that.
0: You could buy a ship for four thousand
1: pasta. No, I forget what term they they use, but it was like the difficulty of translating to that, and then also.
0: Yeah, I'm just talking. I'm just making fun of Italian stereotypes right
1: I now. know. I know what you're doing.
0: Book of the Bible. Book Just,
1: ho. just ho. Um, But it's just like the difficulty of translating that. Like, uh, Phoenix Wright is a game that like... The lawyer game. Yeah. When they bring it over to, like, the U.S., they have to translate a lot of the puns and jokes and the names um, into... Uh, stuff that would be funny to like a western audience so there's like a clown that's named like larry Moe curly or something like that like is like he's called curly but his real name is larry mo mm-hmm. um but then i also at some point because it was real big when uh the fresh prince of bel-air theme song was like a big meme uh yeah there, there's a part where i guess i don't know what in happens faster than light mm. no this is not phoenix right phoenix Wright, right right uh, okay. I, I don't know if what, what the original was In Japanese but like in the English version Like when he gets startled He just starts singing like In West Clownadelphia born and raised on a flea ground Is where I spend most money right? Like just rapidly singing
0: Oh they the, the over committed to that joke The Fresh Prince theme song Yeah I don't like that Well do you feel like you learned anything From this past hour I learned that we should Make sure we're still recording I learned that we need Harold back. Uh, yeah, we need Harold back. But, you know, check out his band. Listen to Smut. And check out The Fire Escape from me.
1: Check out Basil. it's a pretty cool
0: herb. Check out um, your stuff. What do you got, Paul?
1: We got upstairs shows on the 21st at Northside Tavern with Sunbath from Portland wow. and Sweet Pablo from here. Good. Uh, and then the 31st, we're doing a Death Cab for Cutie cover show.
0: That is so exciting. Are you playing I Will Possess Your Heart?
1: We are not, actually. We, we cut that song at the last Ooh. minute because uh, it's just kind of a creepy song in and general. Very creepy and, song. And in the last, like, two weeks... Like, we already felt kind of, like, uncomfortable doing that song. And then, like, in the last two weeks, it's just been like, Ellison's just not bother. Yeah.
0: Unless someone dressed as Indiana Jones. As, no, the, the as, guy uh, from yeah, Indiana the, Jones. Yeah, um, Cola. Which probably is very insensitive. Probably very bad, definitely. So, don't do that. You can do, uh, I think that's a thing. Nope, that's also bad. I think there's a thing in UHF where Gandhi (laughs) tears someone's heart Uh, Oh, yeah, probably. Which uh, is even worse. Gandhi, too. (laughs) The name of Weird Al's Michael Jackson. Bad parody. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening to Theme. A podcast. For learning. For learning. Uh, We are learning to get better. Check us out on Theme, theme theme.com. thinkcom theme Com. theme uh, Patreon.com Slash Theme Twitter Slash theme The podcast SoundCloud.com Slash theme The podcast And just look us up on iTunes Until next time Don't learn nothing without us